BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Drakaris, bitches. Welcome to Straight Up with Stassi. It's me and my fiance, Bo Clark. Hello. In week 89 of quarantine. Yes. Okay. How are you feeling? Thriving. You know what? Still thriving. Yeah, I know. It's so annoying. Yeah, sorry. Bo has been thriving throughout this whole fucking process. We need a new word for thriving because whatever, a word above thriving, because whatever that is, that's what Bo's doing. Me, on the other hand, I had a rough start. I had a really rough start. I've talked about it on this podcast, felt depressed many a times. But within the last two weeks, I feel like I've found my happiness rhythm. Good. You needed it. I needed it. Do you agree? I just said good. You needed it. I needed it. Yeah. And I agree. I feel like, you know what's been really helpful? Not waking up and just turning on Roni and watching nine episodes a day. You're welcome for that. That Because that was really putting me into an unproductive hole. <laughs> like, it's just so addicting. It's like a drug. So like if I oh, yeah. if I start it I can't stop it. So now I just have a rule in my head where it's like okay I'm not gonna put on a show I want to watch until it's like five How did or that six. Rule in your head get there. I came up with it. Are you sure you came up with that? No. I'm pretty sure I came up with it. You did. Yes. When? When I said I I don't like watching television during the day because then I don't get things done and I and I become a couch potato. Which is why I've been doing working on the house and doing things throughout the day. And then at yeah. night, that's when I watch TV. Right. I mean, RIP being a couch potato. Those first three weeks. Hey. I mean, they were. There's nothing wrong with it. But just if it starts making you depressed and yeah, shit, then change that shit that's up. That's the problem. Like, if you're listening if and you're being, happy, then fucking yeah, be happy. If being a couch potato is actually making you live your best life, then like do that. Don't stop. But it was seriously affecting me. A lot. And now that like I don't, since I don't turn on the TV, I'm like, okay, what do, do I do? I get up. I do my makeup most days just to have a routine and listen to like a podcast, like have like my normal time in the morning. 
then I'll like eat something and then I'll work on my book or do a, this podcast or just like something like having and also having a space like our bedroom and like having a makeshift like office in there since we can't get our office actually done right yeah. now since we can't have worker people in our house. It's like having that area for myself has made me feel like way better and more creative. That's I'm so happy. Like I was scared I wasn't going to write this book. I was scared. There was a there was a moment. There were a few moments during the I Roni. I was wondering that too. I was During like the Roni during those Roni ice ages, those three weeks where I was just like, I don't think I will ever be able to write this book. I don't have a thought in the fucking world, but I'm back at it. See, once you stop focusing on the boob tube, you started getting creative again. It was sucking your creativity out. It really totally was. But, you know, sometimes, did you really just say the boob tube? Yeah. Do people really call it that? They did back when I was younger. And my grandfather was like, get off that boob tube. I don't know why he was Southern, but that's just what came out. Okay. Boob tube. Boob tube. I, I don't. All right. I'm dating an 85-year-old man or engaged to an 85-year-old man. Um, but don't turn the boob tube off just yet because this past week we had our engagement on Vanderpump Rules. Yeah, it was wow, man. I have to say, I, I'm smiling right now just thinking about it. It was really, really cool to have that recorded. Yeah, like not only just like because like we're in quarantine right now, so it was like something to look forward to. Like, oh my god, we get to sit here and hold hands and watch the moment again. But like having like an aerial shot of it. Oh my god, I know. That's what <laughs> like, I'm saying. Like we couldn't with all the grains. You know how expensive that would have been to have been like so expensive. And how would I have? You know, you you had no idea. Like if 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 I had to do that without the show, that would mean I would have to have like videographers, yeah, hiding behind grave place things and then right when i come down like they pop out that might shock you because you're like what the fuck or they have like some really long like telephoto lens or they're shooting from a like a drone as well but it's like that would even be harder it would have been harder because i would be like why the fuck is there a drone around here i'd be like why is this like it was just so seamless because i thought it was my scene. And I don't know if I've talked about this for this before on the podcast because like two things. A lot of people are like, I can't believe you and film your engagement. It's such a private moment. And like, shut up. Um, also, like, you don't even understand that like now I have this like immortalized. Like I can watch this forever and ever. I am so grateful. So am I. That I have this on TV. So shut up and take a fucking seat. But then other people are like, Oh, come on. You had to have known. And I'm like, no, you don't you don't get it. Not only did Bo torture me all summer long. I did. I'd I like did. to hear yeah. I'd like to hear you say it. Well, I, I tortured you. Because I you know, when it was the beginning of the year when I, you know, realized that that I, you know, wanna propose and I wanna do this, I just had to find the right time. And I know that your life is is, you know, mostly a have been on Vanderpump rules. So I said, okay. I mean, I don't care if they want to record it. That's fine. So I, you know, I made sure that I pushed it till the summer, and then I kept pushing it and pushing it because there was Jack's wedding, and then all of a sudden, Tom and Katie forgot their that they were, you know. So it was just like pushing, pushing, pushing. But I, the reason why I I dragged you through the dirt 
with this lies because you are smart and I feel like women's intuition, you would have known something. So I had to go overboard to make sure that you did not know that this summer would be the summer that I would be proposing to you. So yes, I did go overboard. I, a lot of times when we were drinking while we were out, I might've, you know, said a lot of stupid shit just to prove to you that I wasn't going to marry you or propose to you this summer. This- I did a lot of things from th- saying that like I was, uh, work was slow. I might get fired. I might have to sell my Jeep. I might uh, have to have someone move into my apartment and maybe I can stay in your bed. Like I just, I was just throwing bullshit out for the longest time just to let her know that it's like, I don't have money to buy a ring. I don't have this. I don't have that. I didn't, you know, just anything and everything just to get her nose off the track, even if she had just like a little sniff of it. Yeah. But you know, what's really annoying is that none of that was caught on camera. It's like, I just look like the psycho who's mean to you who like bullies you and like well, I mean, no I- one saw on camera when you would just like really convince me and go in and go hard on like, no, we're not going to get engaged anytime soon. And like it like destroyed me. And the reason why it destroyed me, because I wasn't somebody that was like pushing you to get married no, until until you started telling me no, because it was just something that we both had discussed and like for a really long time. And like, I knew that we were going to get to that point, but it was so like, I was never like, you have to do this and you have to do this now. Like it, it wasn't until you started telling me no. it's not going to happen that I was like, what are you talking about? Like, has this whole like has our relationship just been a lie? Like everything that you said to me, has that just been a lie? Like what the fuck? Well, what I, was, is actually- well I mean, I, I, I do want to marry you. Like, you know, just, just on my time, oh, you God, know, I'm so like sick of let's that. at least Leah, have like three years of dating and, you know, and before, or let's move in together before. Like, these are all the things that I kept saying to her. And what I think is really interesting is that even our producers were like, dude, you're you're actually like going really hard. She might actually lose her mind. Oh, yeah. Like she she might lose her mind. Like you're actually being like Yeah, they pulled me aside. I think it was it was like Dana's birthday and they were like, "Yo, cut, cut. like they were like like for were, your yeah, own sake." They were like giving me like the, you know, cut cut it on your They're neck like, like stop, stop, too much, too much, too much. You're going overboard. I was like, "Oh, my bad." Yeah, I mean, whatever. Hopefully, it made for good TV. Well, I, 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 insane, I mean, but... you do look insane, which I think is hilarious. Um, and also the, comp- hilarious? the 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 compilation of your your craziness with me is literally the best. It was like Sheena's rob rob rob, but Stassi's like, "Are you gonna propose? Are 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 you gonna propose?" I know. Oh that my was god! Great. I think I rewounded that and watched that again after you left. I was like, "That's just too funny." I have to watch that again. But I just can't believe like, I, so for people who are like thinking, how did she not know? Like, so like in the beginning of the summer when my grandmother passed away, I came back from New Orleans and I was like, you know what? It's really important because we have a Schroeder mausoleum in New Orleans. And I knew that I know that like at this point, even before we were engaged, like I knew that Bo and I at some point were going to get married and try and have a family. And I'm like, and it just made me feel like I, I think it's time for me to prepare to have like my own family's mausoleum. So like I want to go to Hollywood Forever Cemetery and I want to look and like see what the deal is. And honestly, it's just being responsible because if I were to pass away, you know, you know, soon, at least I would have like all my ducks in a row and like you'd know where to put me. And I just, I feel like there's, 
there's just like some safety and like peace in that in knowing that like you have your spot. You know, I don't have to you don't have to worry about it if I were to go like I've done it for you already. Like it's it's right there. It's right. It's right there next to where they put up the movie projector. It's right there. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I thought I had told. So then I told production, I was like, I want to film because that's how it works in a reality show. Like you tell them everything that like is going on in your life so that they know what to film. And I'm like, I'm going to be doing this. I'm going to be going to look at mausoleums. So like if that's something you guys want to cover, you're more than welcome to obvs because my life is your life and I am your slave. Bravo. So I thought that this was my scene that I set up and that's why I wore jean shorts. I mean, no one wants to get proposed to in jean shorts, like not ideal. (laughs) That is so, I mean, listen, my polka dotted top was very, very chic here for it but like but it was also 98 degrees outside it was so fucking hot that day at the graveyard i know it's just like i did a side part with my hair that i didn't like that much i feel like i well at least i knew at least i knew (laughs) that like about your nails so thank god you called merrick to have your nails done because i was actually going to like message him well i'm already thank god yes thank god i'm already ocd about my nails i know but i never film if i don't have my nails done and like after the wine night, the witches of wine party where I went cuckoo, I had ripped all my gels off. I feel like I've told this story somewhere. I don't know. But I'd ripped all my gels off and I was like, oh, this is not going to work. I'm going mausoleum shopping tomorrow. And so I called Merrick, my nail artist, and was like, you're going to have to do this because I film tomorrow. And like, I can I just I can't I, I can't do it like you. I, I don't I don't think there's ever been a scene where my nails aren't done. Ever. Well, I would like I'd, I'd, I'd like you. to try and find one where they're not done, but most of the time. Yeah, soups fucking surprised. So magical. It was great. It was a great day. I barely remembered day. any of it because it was such a whirlwind. It was yeah, just I don't like remember a lot of this like. A lot of this stuff. And you waited a while to do it. Like, I know you can't tell on camera, but like we walked around for like a good hour. Yeah, we checked out. A little, no, it was about no, it was about 30. I said, because it's so hot. And I was there like, what time? How like, when do you want to do this? I'm like, just follow my lead. Um, when I start going over to this like bench area and, but I was like, I, I was like, but it's so freaking, I messaged them. Well, I think while we were walking, I'm like, it's so fucking hot. Like, let's, let's get this over with. I'm like dying. And, um, so I, I, uh, we, yeah, we sat down and then we had a map to like look around at areas. And then I was like, f- you were f- focused on your map. And I said to you twice, because you were just so in your head about mausoleum shopping. I'm like, what's, what's that down there? And then, and then you didn't say anything. And I was like, Stasi, what do you think that is? <laughs> and then, and then you didn't listen. I was like, and then the, I think the second, third time, finally, that's what they showed. And I was like, Stasi, what's that? And I was like, fucking like, hello, can you get off? Can you stop looking at the damn map right now and look down on the, on, on the ground at this urn? I got a ring box urn oh, off no. of Etsy. So great, but I thought it was a, I thought it was a bell for the dead people. Yeah, well, it kind of looks like that too. You know, I, I legitimately thought that because you know, I don't know if people know this, but back in the day when they used to bury people, um, sometimes they would attach a bell in the coffin in case the person actually wasn't, wasn't dead. dead, and so then the person in the coffin would ring the bell so someone could come dig them back up. So I was like, that's a fucking bell. 
oh my god i've never seen one before now that i google like i googled it after that's not what the bells look like but i was convinced that's that's yeah, the bells are like on a, They're like up, a up, up. Yeah. yeah, that didn't. It yeah, it made right. zero sense now that I look back on it. And then I went down and picked it up and turned around. I was nervous that day. I'm smiling now, still just thinking about it. I know it was so great. Everything about it was so great. And I will say this before I get to like other stuff, you know, because it's very polarizing on Twitter and on Facebook and on like. Instagram that um, Kristen wasn't there. But I will have you say this. I stand by my decision, regardless of what happens with Kristen and I's friendship in the future. If I would have had her there, well, first of all, I was still so pissed about the night before that like I would have just been annoyed. But if she would have come, that whole night would have been about that. I would have had to have 45 minute conversation with her about our friendship. It would be so much of that that it wouldn't have been what it was. You know what I mean? Yeah, I and understand. like that night at, Le- at Lisa's was just so perfect because like I just got to be with you and literally not worry about shit and not have to have a conversation with anyone. It was like meaning a serious conversation with anyone. It was, it was just all as it should be. Yeah. So it's like, even if Chris and I do reconcile at some point, I'm not going to look back and regret that she wasn't there because it would have shifted everything. It would have changed everything. So I am. That's where I stand. It's my fucking engagement and I can invite whoever I want to. <laughs> well, I mean, I invited everybody, but yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. But and I also I, and I too. do want to address because people are like, well, where's Bo's family? Well, well I just, you know, I I wanted I always felt like engagements were, you know, back in the day, like guys would give the family the you know the woman's family gold or goats no, and I'm shit. I'm pretty sure that that was the op- the other way was around. It? Women had a dowry. Oh well, whatever. This is my mind. Obviously, I've never thought about this stuff. You before. need to watch more historical but, dramas with me. Okay, I will. We can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, you know, I'm I'm uh, I'm just inviting I'm just inviting her family. I wanted to focus. You know, just on you and your fam, and your fam's closer. Yeah, I, I flew in your dad, and I, you know, I didn't fl- fly in my mom, but I was, I don't know. And I just also was like in my head too, just about filming. And I know my mom filled one, filmed one time, but it was, I don't know, just at the time I was just like, you know what, I'm, I'm not going to invite my family. I'm, you know. Well, so. we did end up having an actual engagement party that I planned. Right, that, right. Where Th- this we was just, this was just, your family yeah, come. we had my family. So this was just like literally a, like a post party after our engagement. It wasn't Nothing like, like official. Right. Like it was supposed to be at Katie and Tom's. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, it, I, and originally I wanted to get, um, I wanted to ask Lisa about uh, just like cater, like having her, if she can like give me like a discount of f- like food to cater from her, uh, the Beverly Hills restaurant, which Villa is Blanca. Villa Blanca. And then she like awesomely just said, no, we'll do it at my house. So that was like, I was not expecting that at all. And like, I'm so thankful that she did because that, that day at her place was just amazing. And the food that she, it's, everything was just perfect. What she did for us. Yeah. Ah, to be engaged in planning a wedding. That's probably not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know what to do. I'm just saying, you, like, I, our wedding I planner said, wait one more month. And well, no, then, at first, and I'm our like, wedding. Get the fuck out of here. At first, our wedding planner was like, um, we think you actually should probably postpone. And then I wrote, uh, you know, I taught, we talked to her and it was like, we were, she was like, well, you know, you don't have to just yet. I just want to start the dialogue about it so that you're prepared, which I 
I appreciate and I am prepared. Like, but when I think about postponing, I'm like, postpone it to when? I'm like, I'm supposed to go if if COVID-19 isn't around next spring, I'm supposed to be on tour the whole time. Do you know what I mean? We both are. And then then I'll just push it. Uh, but I want to have a baby, and I, I've ta- okay. I've talked about this. Well, but you know what? Before, we just have to. We it's... have to do like a what's what's more important. Oh God, that is going to be. I mean, I I really want to go back on tour with you because I had so much fun doing that. I miss tour. I know. You know, but so. like, I just feel I feel bad for all all of. I mean, I feel I feel bad for everyone right now. But like, it really does suck to put so much time and planning into. The one of the most special days of your life and just to cancel it or postpone it and not know what's going to happen. It's just like wedding limbo. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's all it is. That's all you can think of. It's like, I don't, I don't think we, I think we should revisit this whole wedding thing at like July 31st on our engagement day. Uh, all right. You want to, you want to hold off that I long. I want to hold off that long. Yes. That's aggressive. Yeah. But I'm here for it because that means like if people can't make I mean, it, it's like cool, then it's cheaper for us. <laughs> yeah, and also it's you like know. if the fine, the smaller the better. If like by July 31st, if people are like, well, you should have told us we didn't buy our tickets, and be like, well, but tickets are still you. You know, when I would randomly just go to Europe on like a whim, I would buy tickets like you know three weeks before, and they were still kind of the same price if I bought a ticket three months before. Right. So it's, you know, it's not like back in the day where you'd have to buy a ticket like a year before. It's just, that's just not how it, how, you know, the airlines work anymore. God, I just want to go to Europe. Like when people, people keep asking this question, like, what's the first thing you're going to do when you're done with quarantine? I'm like, well, I'd like to go to the Grove um, and I'd really like to go to Europe. Like that's, yeah. I'd like to just go to the airport and get on a fucking plane and go to Paris and just chill. I want to go stay at my uncle's condo by the lake again. that's great that too it's just i want to go to and sit outside at a cafe order an aperol spritz eat some prosciutto lots and of bread mozzarella you know i just want i'm craving that like the nights that i've just looked up like videos of paris and what it's like in europe right now is just like it's so soothing. It's like my meditation. Yeah. Also, midnight in Paris, watching that like five times a week probably, you know, helps you with those uh, cravings as well. It is also, <laughs> you have to understand, Bo, watching Parisian themed movies or French themed movies is like my Prozac. Okay. Right now, when I watch Marie Antoinette or Midnight in Paris or Julie and Julia or whatever, it's literally I like I'm overcome with happiness. Why don't you watch Under the Tuscan Sun with Diane Keaton or whatever her name is? Um, love that movie. Obviously, you know I have it. Um, doesn't give me the same satisfaction. Yeah. Like I'm just waiting for French Kiss to come out on uh, iTunes. Like why? Like who the fuck is sitting on that one? Who like who? When did that come out? Like 1990 or something. Oh, uh, well, did you try Amazon? Because sometimes Amazon has better. Things. I have tried everything. Really? I, I tried. It was like the same with Now and Then. Remember when Now and Then oh, finally came out? God, that was so great. It's finally, like, Netflix got their shit together. It's like that. French Kiss is just nowhere to be found. Trust me. If it Stupid if it was, movie. someone would tell me right. about it. Um. But yeah, so we're an engaged couple in quarantine. We had never lived together before. 
So that's kind of well, interesting. I mean, we kind of lived together in a way because we were close. I mean, I was always over or you were always over at my place. Yeah, but... We always had our respective spaces to go back to when we needed them. Yeah. This is a, a, a fish living together in a home that we're making our own that I have to... comp. We both have to compromise on in terms of everything. Style. Yes. Decor. Function. Like, you know who's doing the dishes who's feeding the dogs who's making the bed all of that yeah i mean i feel like we're doing a good job i feel like doing, we're doing a great fucking job but it might be because we have space True. like if we didn't have space who knows if we'd still be together i think well we would be together I'd probably we'd probably just be fighting a lot more or annoyed with each other or something i'm just happy that we do have our own space to like go to or we we have you know like the things the reason why i'm thriving it just in general being locked up is you know that i i have activities i'm doing stuff like you know it's like i'm keeping my mind because I, I did i say this before on your podcast or said it somewhere where i feel like it's like I'm, I'm like that time when you're drunk in a car and you're about to barf and you're trying to you're trying to hold it in and not let anyone show that you're you're, you know, sick and you're about to barf because you, you drank too much or you're trying to put on a happy face. I felt like I said that you somewhere. You did say that somewhere. But that's how I feel like, like okay, so in the back of like my head. Okay, so you're not thriving. <laughs> no, no. But in the back of my head, there's this thing of like, I still am scared shitless. I have high blood pressure. I have asthma. You know, I'm, you know, I'm, and is this ever going to end? You know, but that's the fear that goes on in my mind that, that of the future that I have no control over. None of us do. I don't, I don't even know what's going to go on tomorrow. So I have that in my head. But when I start not focusing on the fear, everything is good. You know, right. so I start doing activities. I start reading. I start listening to podcasts. Same thing that you do. I do, you know, go and uh, now I'm planting seeds. I'm planting a garden. I have like all these little seedlings of tomatoes and cucumbers and, and freaking arugula. I know and every single morning we get up and then like while I'm in the bathroom or something, I get texts from him, photos of his. My babies. His plants. My his, babies. His yeah. I've never grown a plant before. I've, I've, no, I'm I've like bought I'm a tomato you, plant cool. and then put it in a pot and kept it alive for a while until birds came and ate all the fruit. But I'm, but I've never like grown something. So I get it. I, uh, I, yeah, maybe I feel like I just channeled like my mom's mom because she was really good at gardening. Last week on my podcast, I talked to Katie about um, my dark passenger moment. Mm. how do you feel about that, that? sucked the world knows also, about that it's it also my fault because i was making her strawberry margaritas and i'm and that what is that little blender thing that we have i love that neutral Nutri bullet god that thing is the best thing to make freaking margaritas with and uh it's, Ooh, i should order stuff to make those today margaritas yeah yeah um, so I was making margaritas, but I have like, we have like the big Nutribullet. So, you know, I wanted to have a couple too. So I, you know, I put in like four and a half shots of tequila, you know, just to like, to make it like, if it was a big glass, it would have been like a normal pour. And maybe I feel like I should have just let her pour in her own alcohol as much as like that she wanted. I, I, so I totally got her drunk. But you couldn't taste it. I made these things so well. You can't taste it. You them. can't even taste the fucking let's let's tequila. explain what's in a Stasi's skinny strawberry. Skinny Stasi's no, skinny strawberry margarita. Strawberry raz. Because I've I, strawberry raz, yeah. So what you do, fresh strawberries, fresh raspberries, throw those in the Nutribullet. No. Yeah. No. 
you, yeah. you cut up the jalapenos and you muddle them in the Nutribullet first. Oh. Then you pour the lemon juice over it so it kind of sucks in lime so much. The lime mean. juice. Explain. Be- well, I don't know. You, were, I'm the one who sorry. made it, but you're the one who's so sorry, 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 sorry. It's well, your fucking podcast. Well, it was my idea, so that's just why I feel like I own it. But you own it because you make them. Okay, but people have been tweeting me and asking me what the fuck is in this. So why don't you just go ahead? Well, I put it. I put the ingredients on my Chef Boyardee well, account. Just in case. Fine. So no, go ahead. Tell them. Tell no, them. No, I don't it's, know. No. Oh, I thought. Um, I, I, I was the one so, who told you how you make it. So first, you put in lime juice, and then you muddle a jalapeno. It's not a whole one, just like. Cut up. It depends on how spicy you want it. You don't even have to add jalapenos if you don't want spice. Right. Then fresh raspberries. Cut up some fresh strawberries. That you can take it from here. I don't know what else you do. (laughs) And then you know, freshly up. You already did the lime juice, and then um, you you uh, add ice. And then I also get um, I got some like I feel like this was weird. It was I ordered some Gatorade, strawberry Gatorade, and for some reason I feel like on the label it said organic, which I doubt that's true. But I got some um, some strawberry Gatorade just for a little bit of hydration, and and also just so it's it's a tad bit sweeter rather than because you don't have to use that too. You can use just the fruitness of the raspberry and the strawberry. I preferred but it, wasn't, it when you don't do that. Well, you didn't know because I put it in there. All right, well, and then or also it's a good thing too is strawberry lemonade. And you can add like you know add like a sh- uh, two shots of that in there, and just to have a little bit of a a little bit of you know sugar so flavor. Basically, this is the worst recipe ever because you can just do whatever you want with it. Well, I added all those in together, but you can take them out. Then take it's them out. not skinny anymore because you added those. Well, no, things. that the first one I made was without the Gatorade and without the lemon. Okay, without the, the right. lemonade. The second ones were well. In all fairness, that day she was I a had, fucking well, terror. It was a Sunday, and so I'm like, "Let's do Sunday fun day." And I made two Bloody Marys during the day. Like, I was like, "It's noon, Bloody Mary." And then I was like, "I'll have another one, another one." Bo, let's make margaritas. Then we went into uh, that. another. Another fault of mine is that I didn't realize she didn't eat. Didn't eat. That that's too. the thing. That's that's usually the biggest times when we fight is when you drink and you don't eat. Because it's just that's ju- it, so hard to remember to eat when you're drinking delicious drinks. No, because that's what you do at brunch, and you know you make breakfast. But now it's like I've learned my lesson. I'm like I'm just gonna be like, did you eat anything? Well, then I'm not making you a cocktail. Truth, truth. You know, it's like I'll make some eggs or something, or like a sandwich. How come you never get mean when you when you? I don't drink? know. I'm I'm not a mean person when I drink. I'm I'm like the fun, like loud, obnoxious guy. I know. I know I'm that. Like, I'm like I know Jim Carrey and 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 Dumb and Dumber. I'm just like. I know you do. The most annoying sound in the world. Like there are days when I'm like, I didn't know you were drinking, and then all of a sudden you come busting into the living room or something like Pot extra loud. Extra loud, trying to tell me stories, and I'm like, "What the actual fuck is wrong with you?" Yeah, I'm a fun. I'm 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 a I'm a I'm a positive drunk. It's true. Sucks for you. It sucks for actually. It sucks for me that you're not. <laughs> it I mean, really does suck for me. I'm sorry. Do you want you me don't... to be a positive drunk? Yes. Though? Oh my god, that'd be so much better than than no, we the shit about... that you did to me we... that night when the dark passenger came out. The, we... There were so many things. So <laughs> many things. She like that night was like where it was like she just kept jabbing and jabbing and jabbing awfulness where I finally like lost it where I was just like, shut the fuck up and go to bed. 
God damn it. I don't remember. I can't fucking deal with this shit anymore. I will walk out of this motherfucking bedroom. I don't remember that. I just was like, I'm trying to sleep. Uh, like, do not engage. Do not engage. Like, you know, reptilian brain, reptilian brain with alcohol. Do not engage. And finally, I just lost my shit. And I'm just like, fuck this. And I'm just like, ignored you until I passed out. And then the next morning. Did I get mad that you were ignoring me? You were. you, Yeah. Because normally I do. Yeah. That's when I lost it because I'm like, just go to, I was just like, go to fucking bed. And then you woke up and I I woke up early because I was like, I just can't be in, like, I don't know if she's going to remember or if she's not going to, or if she's going (laughs) to remember, like, I'm just like, I'm getting up. I'm going to go, I'm going to go and like get centered and like have some coffee. And prepare yourself for a sober battle. Whatever, whatever. Yeah. For, you know, and I mean, she, why don't you tell them the stuff? Do you, you don't remember anything? No, yeah, I told this story. I, I, I told. Oh, you already did. I told it when oh, I did my Ka- podcast last oh, week okay. with Katie. Okay. I just wanted to get your point of view because I oh, mean, yeah. my point of view was just from what you told me because I don't remember because I'm still convinced you drugged me somehow. Do you just like have roofies laying around? Because I don't remember, but I just remember waking up being like, I think we fought. So when you came in and you were like, "Can I get you something to drink?" I was like, meaning like. A tea or whatever, something like that. Yeah, I was, I was trying like, to come in and be be nice, and just to see, you know, is the is the demon activated or is it not activated? No, it, it was, was just not. like I don't know what I said, and I'm really sorry. I I feel that something happened, but I don't know what it is. Yeah, I'm a psychopath, and you, I'm the woman you're gonna marry. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, look, everyone, you know, you've you have an episode like this every once in a while and it's it was what it was it's not you know people fight people no one is in a perfect relationship doesn't it make things more exciting well no not not during not when i'm in that moment but i still you know i still look at you and i still love you like if it never happened so you know what i asked katie last week i was like have you and schwartz fought because i was telling her about this like i'm like have you fought during the quarantine she was like i got annoyed with him because he um yeah, we got in a fight because he like skimmed my car. And so like I was just like really annoyed and I was like, Baba, seriously, and like didn't talk to him for a couple hours. I'm like, that's the lamest fight I've ever heard. Like, what do you mean? Like you have not gotten into you haven't screamed yet? Like, who are these people who have been in quarantine with each other that haven't yelled yet? Well, we that was the only time that we've yelled. Like that was I the haven't craziest. yelled any other time. Not like that. I'm trying to think if we've gotten any in any other fight fights, like some good juicy ones. I don't know that that one. Like I think that was the only one. Hmm. I mean, you might be like annoyed with some of the stuff. Like if I leave, you know, things open. Yeah, it's just really or, ridiculous. But here's the ridiculousness of about my cleanliness is that, yes, I might leave stuff around, but I'm also the one who breaks down every box that comes you're, in. What's the point of marrying someone if they're not going to be the one to break down the boxes and do all that what, stuff? What, is that like a man's job? I'm going to totally just non-feminist you know you know myself a- and say... Yep, <laughs> it okay. is. Okay, well then. Yep. So then, if you, I don't want to break gonna, down. If boxes, you're going to be old school and un PC, that this is the man's job, then I'm going to sit there and be like, "Well, the kitchen and the cleaning is your job." Um, I do the dishes twenty four seven. I mean, you put them in. I take them out a lot as well. Um, it's a dishwasher. I've, it's not like you're doing it with your hands, like how I used to do. I I would never. 
I know, but I'm just trying to say that's very that's great. You you do the dishes, but you know I'm the one who vacuums. Mm-hmm. You sit you you freak out about like things being misplaced, but the floor is dirty and dusty. I don't. It's like so weird. I don't mind that. Maybe like what bothers me is like just like a messy coffee table or like just that's things dusty not in their and place. has never been wiped down dust, except by me dust doesn't bother me i don't know if it's well, it, it bothers rem- me it's because like i have allergies it reminds am- me of a haunted house so like you know it's just really only adding to the aesthetic that but I'd you want really me like. to kill the spiders that would eat all the the little moths that are in and out here every once in a while i will tell you this Bo. i've seen about three of those spiders in the last week and i have not killed them and i haven't bothered you about it and i've let them go good i've let them live good Okay. Because your haunted, like your love of haunted houses, is like only like thirty five percent. I think everything else of the haunted house, you'd be like, oh hell no, I'm not going to do this. Hmm. Think about that. I don't know. All right. I don't know how I feel. Um, but yeah, so I think we're doing we're doing pretty well. I will say this for couples: sex is a very important thing during this time. Like I know. People aren't feeling their hottest. Like this atmosphere and environment isn't very like conducive to like getting like hot and heavy and feeling like all romantic. But I think embracing a different type of sex life. Schedule it. Is good. (laughs) Well, no, it's just like, okay, well, like we've done like all of our activities for the day, you know, and then we like find each other in like the same room and we're like, I guess now would be a good time to have sex. Yeah. So it's like, you just got to like get out there. I've had in my head, like it. when I have cooked dinner, I'm like, I should do like a romance thing of like, okay, I'm going to cook dinner for you tonight. And then we're going to have sex. Why haven't you done that then? Uh, because every time that we've had dinner, we just get on the couch and we're exhausted. That's true. I'm not really. That's why like, the day sex not, has day been sex great. Day sex is so much better. I'm not really into nighttime sex because it's like I'm full I'm tired. I'm like, I just want to wash my makeup off and be clean and just like chill out, take Xanax, you know, like get all ready for bed, tuck myself in. Nighttime is not my favorite at all. Well, it's, it just depends. It's like if we'd had a couple of drinks and like we're hanging out, you know, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, good. We didn't do it this afternoon. It just depends. But yeah, I just feel like, hey, want to have sex? No, but I think a lot of people are struggling right now with it. Because it's like, or they have kids or they have like shit that they need to be doing. And it's just like, we're in sweatpants all day. So you're not just like feeling like sexy. But like, I don't like. Yeah, well, you don't look sexy in your sweatpants right now. But then when you take take everything off, I'm like. You're saying I don't look sexy. I should look sexy no matter what. And like my sweatshirt and pants or the sweatshirt with your face on it all the time. It's like, oh, my God, I'm having a threesome with. With Stassi and her black and white twin. What can I say? My merch is really comfortable. <laughs> like, if you have merch with your face on it, why wouldn't you wear it? You know what I mean? I'm, I agree. I love your merch. The inside feels like freaking, you know, like angel feathers. Yeah. it do- Thank you. It does feel like angel feathers. Hey, if anyone wants to go buy angel feather sweatshirts, <laughs> go to StassiSchroeder.com. Real angel hair. Yeah. <laughs> real <laughs> angel hair. Then, like in the smallest disclaimer, this is not made from real angel hair. It's made from a duck we named Angel. You're goose such, feathers. Goose feathers. Poison berries. I don't know what, you're I have such no a idea. weirdo. But anyway, 
I feel like also what's helping in terms of like my mental health and this might help other people too because everyone I, I I've said this a million times like I'm sick of people like everyone's going through their own journey and like there's no like right or wrong way to be doing quarantine or how to feel during quarantine a lot of people are just on instagram being extra fucking productive getting six packs working on new projects and like just like living their best lives and i'm like cool let's whatever a lot of people are struggling and they're like i am depressed and i don't like myself right now and i just like can't motivate myself i feel like there's no wrong way everyone's go we're just all out here trying to survive and do our job by staying in that's what we have to focus on but one thing that also helps me feel better after i said not watching tv all day long and having sex like those are pretty much the two <laughs> things that put me in a good mood listening to a podcast what if we have sex while makeup. watching tv no no can't oh. cancels out to get cancels out or like listening to a podcast or whatever the fuck while i do my makeup i think also and this might be really dark but it does make me feel better i I've, I've accepted that life could be like this for a very long time and it could ha- this could happen again. There could be waves of this. We could be quarantined. Like we might be able to get out at some point, but like life's not going to be the way it was. Like we already know that most of our bars that we always go to, most of the spots that we go to, they're closing down and that's heartbreaking. And when we do get to go out and go to restaurants, people are going to be wearing masks and gloves and sitting far away and it's going to be weird. So like I think digesting the fact that like, life is kind of forever changed has made me just like come to peace with it. Yeah. I mean, it's I think like, things are definitely not going to, I mean, we'll, we will go back to some sort of like normalcy, but it's not going to be how it was at least for a really long time. And that's just, it's like, we all got to just like get over it. We got to swallow that horse pill. Unless there's some cure that they find in the next, you know, couple of years. Totally. Then, but other than that, yeah. And, no. It's kind of like, all right, well, why don't we just make the decide to try and wake up as happy as possible, decide to just like do the things that make you happy. Just like if watching buy some really big, expensive Lego piece that has like 5000 parts that'll keep you busy. And it happy. only takes you like two seconds. This is what the thing well, is. Well, no, I did I it the other night when I was drunk about in, in the dark it and it was really seconds. hard. OK, that was kind of fun. It is a moment to be able to like do shit we normally wouldn't do, like make Legos I should every just, day. I should just like zoom Katie and we should just get the same like Lego box and then just put our zooms up and then just build Legos together. At least she understands me. Yeah. You guys, she understands my Lego. You guys obsession. both love the Legos. It's it's a definite thing. I don't know. What is it? What is it? Is is there any other advice like you feel like my advice is very weird. My advice like on how to feel better. No, I listed everyone's it. Different. Everyone's different. Everyone's going to have their own thing. I'm just, you know, day by day, just, you know, it's just wanting to feel useful. I think you also know? getting out. I feel like when we took that one drive to get uh, to, to go to the ride to the pharmacy, that was good. Well, I needed my Xanax. Nothing was going to stop me. I know, but you know, we <laughs> should, you know, go and take the Jeep out, take the top off, drive around, get some sun besides just like sitting on our deck. Yeah. Yeah. 
I know. I but I think like ultimately what ma- what kind of makes people feel depressed and not well is like not feeling useful. Like you don't serve a purpose. So like just like the few times that I have cooked for you put me in such a good mood just because I'm like, oh, I feel like useful. Like I just like provided something for someone. So it's like anything that can make you yourself feel useful throughout the day. Do um, it. Unless it involves housework. Like I really just don't like Don't it. drink yourself silly. I was doing that for a while. Not silly in the bad way, but I realized I was just drinking throughout the day while I was doing my job. Or, and then all of a sudden I'm like, I just drank a lot and I'm barely buzzed. Or maybe that's what someone needs. Maybe Maybe, maybe someone know. normally has this like 7 to 10 o'clock job every day and they don't get to just get wasted all yeah, day. Yeah, but they're still medicating and to take to, you know, drink after five. I'm just, I'm I'm not I'm not here to put rules. I'm saying, you know what? This is like my book, Next Level Basic, where it's like every everyone is unique. Everyone has their own wants and needs, their own quirks. So it's kind of like you just got to figure out those little things that are going to make you be in a better you mood. You do you. You do you. All of these lists and things to do, like how to help yourself during quarantine. It's like, that's not going to work for everyone. I know, but the people, you gotta I figure like out your lists, own. Because sometimes someone might well, get an idea. Oh, totally. Okay. I get that. I understand. But I just feel like not everything is going to work for everyone. So you kind of just have to figure out like what works for you. Like, I'm going to tell you this. When I was downstairs in our bedroom the other night, or no, it was like the afternoon. It was like six or something like that. And so we don't have a TV in our bedroom because I already have trouble sleeping. So like, it's just like the bedroom is for sex, sex and sleeping. sleeping. Otherwise, it's like, it's just whatever. I mean, right now that's where I'm writing, but it is what it is. I have a little desk in there. But I like set like just like being alone in my in our in our room, looking outside and setting up my my little iPad like on a stool next to the bed. And watching like my Parisian movies. And I'm like, I am. And I had a glass of wine. And I'm like, I am in a phenomenal mood. Did someone give me Molly? I'm like, I am feeling great. <laughs> this is the life. You know, I have my dogs cuddling up next to me. Julie and Julia. I'm telling you, that is a movie that makes people feel good. Because it's about Paris. It has Meryl Streep. And it's about food. So like... Don't you just like love watching movies have to do with food? Food and the places that you love. I mean, I'm not a, I don't like to watch things you about don't? food. I like to cook food. I don't like to like, watch things about food. Though. I love it. I love it. Like the movie Chef. I made you watch that movie before. I've seen it before. With John Favreau. That puts me in a good mood because it's like I just love watching shit about food because I love food. Food you, is great. You, I, yeah, but you don't eat. Yes, I do. I mean, you do eat. I'm just, I'm, that was more of a joke from thinking about when the Dark Passenger came out and you decided not to eat. Oh, well, you just, eat. no, I just, I know you eat. I just forget to when I, when I drink, but I love eating. Well, maybe you should I just watch monitor myself. Chef and then eat and then have a cocktail. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> you guys. See that? Did you hear the dismissive? She's just like, yeah, okay, whatever. We're ending this now. Yeah, we're ending this now. Oh Thank God. you for doing this. Of course. You know what? Before I leave, I want to ask my listeners to tweet me um, new podcast suggestions, like podcasts for me to listen to, because I've been so I've been really interested in listening to podcasts about history. But um, a lot of them that I try can just be like, like 
just kind of like very clinical. And so the ones that I, I have liked are from the History Chicks. I've been listening to that. I've been listening to one called Noble Blood. I listen to Lore every now and then, but it's not my fave anymore. I'm Aaron Menke. I like Secret Societies. I've tried that one. But if anyone has some podcasts that they could recommend to me that are cool history podcasts that are more conversational and fun, I would love those wrecks. Actually, I remember I have some old, um, there's some, there's a cool one called, uh, that I was listening to called like Backstory. Okay. That had like the backstory of like, I feel like a, like a lot of like, um, um, certain things of historical stuff. I forgot. I like, I downloaded you this send that to me? Cause I just remembered it now. Okay, Anyways. cool. Well, please feel free to send me any recommendations. I'm here for it because listening to a podcast while I do something is like so funsies for me. Um, Love you guys. See ya. Uh, Bye. Stay safe, everyone.